From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Making a Difference. We are here in the heart of Tennessee with Tennessee and the world at heart, and we are delighted to welcome you today. This is Dr. Shelton Smith, and we thank the Lord for the privilege we have to be right here on this station five days a week. Today we're going to be looking again at Psalm 37. We've had a series of messages to give you from that chapter, a lot of just strong points to be made out of a long chapter, and we're looking up them one at a time, things that I think will be a help to all of us, and today we're going to look again at that passage, verses 23 through 26, and I'll read that in just a moment. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, uh, really, what uh, are you doing with the broadcast? What's the broadcast about? Well, let me just take a minute to tell you. We think making a difference is what we would like to see in every person's life. That's a Bible phrase out of the little book of Jude. And listen, the gospel and the spreading of the gospel does make a difference, just like preaching the Word of God and teaching the whole counsel of God. And all of that we try to do every day. While we magnify the Savior, we promote biblical values, take a stand on things that we believe we ought to take a stand on, and do our best to demonstrate the Christian lifestyle while promoting solidly fundamental local churches and saluting those who are faithful along the way. This is what we're about, because we want to see people born again, we want to see people saved, and we want to see those who are saved begin to walk with the Lord. And today, this passage, the part of it we're going to look at, talks about the benefits of walking with the Lord. And that's where we're going to head right now as we look at Psalm 37, verses 23 and following. Let me read it for you. It says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he, that is the good man, delighteth in his way, in the Lord's way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Now, yesterday we looked at a good bit of the early part of that passage, and uh, we noted some things about that. I want to back up just a little bit and get you to look with me today at what this passage tells us about the benefits of this walk with the Lord. When a man's steps are ordered with the Lord, by the Lord, that simply means that uh, you're going to be walking in the way the Lord wants you to walk. Well, are there benefits with that? Well, yes, there are good benefits. In fact, verse 24 tells us that even this good man who's walking with the Lord, he may misstep sometimes. He may trip and fall sometimes. He may find a moral lapse. He may have a spiritual lapse. He may have some kind of practical lapse in his life that embarrasses him. And if he does that, he does not stay down. The Bible says in another place that uh, a just man falleth seven times, but riseth up again. That means if you are saved, that uh, you may not have a perfect life. In fact, being a human being, you're not going to be perfect. But the fact is, this passage says that if this man falls, he shall not be utterly cast down. That is, there is a blessed security involved here. The Lord does take care of his own, and whenever we mess up somewhat, the Lord doesn't throw us away. 
but instead he takes care of us. Not only that, but that verse goes on to say that we are upheld by the Lord. The Lord's strong hand upholds us. He sustains us. We are in a place where that even though we are weak, he is always strong. And whatever we do, I mean, if we are in some way imperfect, he does not cancel us out, but he sustains us and keeps us in the family and keeps us going. Verse 25 says that having been young and now old, he said, I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. So when he says, I've not seen the righteous forsaken, this brings up a very, very special benefit of walking with the Lord. When you walk with the Lord, dear friend, you're never alone. You may be in a valley. You may have some great deficiency in your life. You may have uh, some great difficulty. You may have a burden that is intense, that's heavy, that brings hurt and heartache, but you're never alone. Uh, sometimes, you know, I look at the things that are going on in the world and I see Christian people just, uh, I mean, sometimes so overworked, so overwhelmed that they don't know where to turn and what to do. Well, listen, no matter what the case here, whatever the difficulty, whenever we face things that we cannot begin to figure out, we are never, ever alone. The Lord promises, I will be with you in Matthew 28. Not only that, but in uh, the book of Hebrews, he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And what the Lord is promising here is his vigilance with us, his uh, sustaining us, and his presence with us. And whenever you are having a great time that is very difficult, something more than you can handle, remember you have the Lord with you if you're saved, if you're born again. Now, the world doesn't have this privilege. Uh, the world does not. If you're not saved, then the Lord's not going to walk through all of this with you. But the day that you're born again, you get a heavenly Father, and that heavenly Father never, ever leaves you. He never lets you down. You may have yourself in some difficulty that is of your own making. I mean, you may have messed up royally, as we say, but at the same time, I want you to know your heavenly Father knows you as one of his children, and he's going to sustain you, and he's also going to walk with you through the time of difficulty. He's going to get you through this, whatever it is that's going on in your life right now. If I'm talking to somebody that is in one of those deep valleys, I want you to know the Lord will see you through. He's not going to drop you. I promise you, he will be right there with you. Now, we look at this also, he says, not only does the Lord sustain us? Not only is he going to be with us, but uh, the passage says that uh, not having seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now, what the deal is here, the man who is a righteous man, he's listening to the Lord. He's walking with the Lord. His steps are ordered by the Lord. Now, you say, what all does that mean about getting his children fed and keeping his children sustained? Well, I'll tell you a part of what it means. He's listening to the Lord when the Lord says, as the Bible tells us, that he who doesn't work doesn't eat. Now, what's he mean by that? He just means you're going to get up and go to work. You're going to find a job. You're going to do what you need to do to support your family. The Bible says a man that doesn't take care of his own family is worse than an infidel. And you and I need to understand this principle. We have so many, many people here in America, especially, and maybe in other countries where you're listening to me as well, 
but I can speak on behalf of what goes on here in the United States because I live here. And I'm telling you, we have a lot of people who do not understand the work ethic. We have a lot of people that are looking for a handout when they don't need a handout. They need to do what they can do to help themselves, but instead they're not working and they don't want to work because they're getting by on something that somebody's giving to them. Maybe the government, it may be their church or whatever, but I'm just simply saying to you, work is a part of the plan. And work is a good thing, and it's something that all of us need to give attention to. And whenever you walk with the Lord, one of the things you're going to learn is the work ethic. And that's going to mean that you're going to take care of your family, and your children are not going to be out on the street begging for support, begging to be fed whenever you are doing what you ought to do and walking with the Lord. Now, let me say quickly, because you may be listening to me, and you may be someone who is in a real situation that uh, is not of your own making. Uh, You may be, for whatever reason, in a wheelchair. You may have some other difficulty. And even there, many times, a person can find things that they can do. But at the same time, there is a safety net, and we all are in support of the safety net for those who really do need the safety net. But listen, we have a lot of folks who are using the safety net when they don't need to use that. Now, I don't think I'm sidetracked here at all. I think this is exactly where this heads. This man who's going to walk with the Lord, his steps are ordered by the Lord. His children are not going to be out on the street begging to be fed. Now, we go a step further here, and we see in verse 26 that this man is good to other people. I'm talking about the guy who's got his steps ordered of the Lord. He is merciful. He is somebody who extends mercy to other people. And please don't misread what I said to you a minute ago about working. I'm not being unmerciful in that at all. I'm just reciting to you what the biblical principles are. And yes, when there is a need, when there is a real need, then all of us want to be merciful. But at the same time, we understand the benefit that we get from the mercy of the Lord is we get to pass that along and be merciful to others. Sometimes people mistreat you. You can forgive and go on past that, and that's being merciful. Sometimes uh, people maybe have uh, really done you damage, and uh, there again, don't get bitter. Don't just camp on that and stay with that forever, but extend the mercy of the Lord to that person and go on. If you camp in bitterness, I mean, if you just let your life degenerate into a bitter, bitter spirit, you're the person that's going to be hurt by that. You need instead to extend the mercy of the Lord and be merciful to other people. And then verse 26 also says that this man can lend. See, what happens whenever we follow the Lord, we're going to find ourselves working Uh, We're going to find ourselves making our way. We're going to find ourselves with extra resources. And it may be that somebody in your family needs a little loan for a couple of days before their payday or whatever. You're going to be able to help them out. You're going to be in a position to do that. Now, I'm going to hear from somebody who's going to say, well, it doesn't work that way for me. I'm just giving you the game plan here. And I believe that it is right because it's in the Word of God. And the last part of verse 26 says, and his seed, talking about his children and his grandchildren, his offspring, they are blessed. Now, this man has children that are going to follow him. They're going to follow in his footsteps. They're going to also give their life to the Lord. And uh, listen, when a man walks as he ought to walk, 
There will be others who will want to walk like he walks. There will be others who will be influenced. He'll have an impact on his own family. And listen, your influence starts in your own household. Your influence starts in your own neighborhood. And the fact is, whenever we do as we ought to do and when we walk with the Lord, and I'm telling you, it's not a matter of just saying, well, we're following the rules. No. Hey, yes, we're going to follow the rules, but we're going to do it with heart. We're going to do it with enthusiasm, just like this chapter has taught us that we delight in the things of the Lord. And whenever you and I do as we ought to do in that regard, other people are going to catch from us what we got. Now, we can teach certain things, but uh, as somebody has said, and I repeat it here because I think it's a good statement, a lot of what we need is caught easier than it's taught. Now, obviously, I come to this microphone every day, and I'm trying to teach Bible principles. I'm trying to declare all the counsel of God. And we believe that we ought to teach. But at the same time, you're going to catch some things just from being around people that already have their life set in the direction that it ought to go. It's why we need mentors. It's why we need to listen to others who are further down the trail than we are. We will learn from them. We will be blessed by their example, and we will be really influenced by the impact that they have from their good walk and their good testimony. So let's remember there are benefits, good, wonderful benefits from walking with the Lord. And this passage lays that out. I tell you, there's so many good things, strong things, powerful things here, and I want you to get them because if you'll nail these down, you're going to be really a person of greater influence and you're going to be a person of greater happiness simply because you got hold of the Lord's good things and didn't turn loose of them. Well, thank you for being along today, and I do hope that you'll be with us on Monday whenever we get together here again. I hope you have a great weekend. In the meantime, write me a note. Let me know that you're hearing the broadcast. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Until Monday, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and a great weekend. Goodbye for now.